up with a cane pulled in his hand. Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we made it up the hill and in the gate, and we are in the bunkhouse now. The lawman can't keep <clears> us away <throat> anymore. The, uh... Nope. No tin check on the back of the ranch, and I I am TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Back there. at you live. Okay. Nah, okay. I'm still trying. It's been like several years I've been... Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open and fires up the old pot belly stove, puts foil on the wire coat hanger that gets this signal out to you, the regulators who tune into the show. Want to thank you for the last two weeks where we've played uh, Possum. We, we played Possum. We rewound. We, we, you know, played we, Possum. And <laughs> we, uh, but we all made it. You know, I see everybody's up and out, and we didn't know that Road Rash had been uh, affected the way he'd been affected. He literally had an outhouse in his in-house. Yes, and he, um, <laughs> I was just saying, he needs a little uh, beefsteak time in the wilderness uh, training area yeah, there. Just give him a little bit of wilderness training. Of and a shovel. Always have a shovel on hand. Train. Well, if you live in an apartment, I just don't know how a shovel goes over when you're. Well, they got nice. They got carpet and that that drawer no, you never use. And outside, they uh, they've got you know landscaping that could hey, be man, fertilized. If your if your your fridge was working right, uh, yeah, the fridge was working. The freezer, huh? Uh, you just bag it and freeze but, it. But we were using the ice to drink. We had no water at all. So no. okay, well you just. <laughs> He had no water it. for for several several days, couple of week, a week and a half. No, I, yeah, I, I didn't mean you bagged the water. I know what you meant. Uh, I'm trying to get past uh, he that. Didn't I'm trying get, to yeah, get past the deal. It. Is who wants to who wants eat to talk ice about that? out of a freezer that's got it's bags not even of, close. You go and you use a little plastic thing to pick okay, up dog Okay, moving on. Disgusting. So anyway, it. it was it was. We had to deal with the, it, Cody, okay? We all had happened, to deal with self-flushing The crazy toilets. part about last week, uh, the last week and a half, was that we had this huge storm come through Texas that 
Texas is not prepared for. We're not. And and I I heard a lot of comments from up north. You know, guys up north. Oh, you can't handle yeah. it. You know, y'all can't handle it down south. You know. Well, dude, guess what? We're not prepared. We don't operate that way. Come here in August. Right. Or or send the heat wave that we have here in August up there where a lot of houses don't even have AC, air conditioner. Yeah. It's basically mm-hmm. the exact same scenario reversed. They wouldn't be able to handle it either. They yeah, couldn't well, stay in dude, their own I, house. Yeah, just have have anybody that like that that's complaining to be here just come to summer camp with me in July. Yeah. <laughs> and spend a week with me and Yeah, but you have the you boys. have AC. Is what I'm saying. Ninety percent of the day we're outside you hanging. Still, you still got you know, AC. I think at you night. gotta like the at hotness night. if you live in Texas. It's just like the power went out for several days at our house. We didn't have any obviously, I mean a lot of people did. Didn't have heater at night. So your house gets cold forty eight, fifty degrees, you know, before the before morning time. So that's pretty cold inside when you're trying to sleep, I think. That's nice. Uh, Dan <laughs> Cook in West Virginia is texting in, and he's saying that uh, that they, people up there complain when it gets over 80. See? There you go. Yeah, there's no doubt. Try 110. Well, you know, but I found Miserable. out. So I have, I, I offered four-wheel drive, uh, winch, um, gas, water. <laughs> you offered people. your winch, did you? And yes, <laughs> I have. Uh, That's I amazing. Have yes, I have one big one. And oh wow, that sounded terrible. So <laughs> yeah, I offered that out. But you know what's interesting? People actually got annoyed and a little annoyed angry from, from beefsteak. Beef what? What? So you, I'm offering wait a minute, because you're driving around in the middle of a, the snowpocalypse. <laughs> You're like, hey, I got everything I need. Check it out. You want something? I got it right here. I got meat in the freezer. Hey, we got, I got food. I got, got deer that, steaks. That chair, I got a winch that chair over truck. there. You keeping that chair over there? <laughs> <laughs> I could give it to somebody that needs it. And the, and people, and I even gave firewood away. I mean, people just were angry. They they didn't want to accept any help. They would rather sit. Hey, beefsteak beef shows I, up with a little pep in his step because this was like a dream week for beefsteak. It's like the it's apocalypse a, is hit, everything, no electricity, and beefsteak's like, <coughs> I've been preparing for this my entire life. <laughs> he goes to the back of his closet. <laughs> Since he separates his shirt, yes. opens this <laughs> special door, <laughs> and in there hangs a cape. <laughs> he pulls it out. I've been waiting my whole life. Really, it's his Cub Scout uniform. Oh. <laughs> been, and it's still fit. I'm an Eagle Scout for life. Eagle Scout. It still fits, Cody. So, you know, it was a little short. You're short. a big old boy. You're a big Man. old kid. Hey, I was going to tell you, uh, a guy. I took, I took your help. I asked you for help. You did. Yeah. And I saw, I want to tell you, I saw TJ pull a big old box truck out of being stuck on the road. Yeah. And I was impressed. He did it right. Did the whole thing. Had a strap. No change. No kidding. It was all good, man. I was like, I'm going to give you a little medal. You get a little snow apocalypse medal. So there you go. Okay. Your neighbor was precious, out with a little uh, precious medal. And your neighbor was out with kitty litter. Like, hey, I can help. Oh, I, I can I help. Know. He's like, He's like yelling across the thing or ready to yell across the thing to my neighbor, who I got to look at every day. And he goes, uh, 
what the hell's that kitty litter? What the, that ain't gonna, and he's about ready to yell out something like, what are you, some kind of cat lady? And I said, no, 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 no. She's been using it all day, all week on her driveway. Look at her driveway. It's clear. Let her. And he goes, hey, that's a good idea, that kitty litter. <laughs> I said, oh, thank you. Good save. I changed my, yeah, I wanted to good be nice. Save. You know, good save. So I was going to tell you, this guy uh, connected with me on LinkedIn from the very first job I'd had this in Texas back awkward. in, no, the, connected with awkward. this dude on LinkedIn. I hooked up with a guy. We've on been LinkedIn. having lunch, so he reminded offering me. his winch, and now he's telling <laughs> us. The, <laughs> he reminded me that uh, in 1987, I uh, 35 years ago, I he invited me deer hunting with his mom up in Copper's Cove to his house where his mom lived. Right. We didn't know anything. I brought an old 1942 World War II British 303 open sights. It was over a, a plot, a food plot. A musket. Didn't see. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I had a musket and a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> that was all I used right there. Because I, I hadn't fired it before. So I'm like, well, if it blows up. Oh, that's always if I good. Have, yeah. So I didn't see anything except for a fox. But it, the interesting part is we, uh, it, we watched the deer hunter which I'd never seen before, and it has, like, one opening scene of deer hunting, which is, like, what, 12 seconds long? And that was And the rest training. of the movie. Yeah, that was, the, that was my training. So I went out in the morning, and his mom got up and made breakfast, all right? And I was the only one that got up and went out. Everybody else slept in. Because they'd been drinking. Uh, yes, of course. I had uh -huh. not. I'm too excited about deer hunting down here for the first time. And so, um, which... There was a big gap between that and the rest of my deer hunting world. But here's the funny part. I Mom makes breakfast. I go and eat, and I'm like, that was awesome. Man, what a bonanza. I can't believe she made the, all this food for us. And I come back, and they were all up, and I'm like, hey, aren't you going to eat? And they're like, you ate all our food. She made breakfast for everybody. Nobody was up, but you ate it all. So I thought... <laughs> What, did she make three biscuits? <laughs> no, she made all these pancakes, all this bacon, like three pounds of bacon, and she had you biscuits ate all and of gravy, it? And, and yeah. She had it out there, and so I, I ate it, man. That. I just kept going. I wonder why you weren't invited to next year's hunt. <laughs> and, and, that, so I, and that's why he's been on nine deer leases in the last <laughs> four years. And that was 35 years ago, man. Can you wow. believe that? Wow. I just and, thought, and that was the and then there was a huge gap between when i got involved with y'all and you know <clears throat> all and that you good got stuff. got on your deer lease out there in the country and the rest is history that's right but cody i saw you pulling in a uh a nice big bass i saw a picture of you fish in one. february yeah fish in february uh got put on hold we'll talk about it more in the next segment but Lots of fishing stuff going on, baby. It's fishing season. I, so got, I don't care who you are. Plus, I've been seeing a lot of trail cam pics at the uh, in-laws' place of some turkey. So I am mm. so excited and ready for killing a turkey. That's I got, pretty good. No call. I just did that. Oh, I thought there was a turkey I did there. Too. I actually see there well, is a I, turkey sitting right here. Uh, <laughs> 
McBride's Gun, Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, a shotgun for that turkey hunting, mm-hmm. personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. They can also help if you've got a um, a firearm that you want to trade or sell. They can help you with it. They can tell you the value. They'll buy them from you. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been here for years, corner 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. Coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we have your Armed Citizens Report, News of the Weird, Game Warden Field Notes, all your favorite segments live. New episode. We're back from the snowpocalypse. Everything is melted. It's 80 degrees today. You get it only one place right here, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Nile Maxwell Supercenter all month long at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We're giving you thousands off MSRP on hundreds of new Jeeps, so that means more Wranglers, Cherokees, Gladiators than ever. They're going fast, so get here quick before the savings end. Buy the all-new 2021 Jeep Cherokee with 8000 off MSRP or the 2020 Jeep Gladiator or Compass with over 7000 off MSRP. So don't wait. Best deals are happening right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at com. This week's Dad Fishing Kyle. Talk is brought to you by my friends at Keystone Bank. My title sponsor for the year, Keystone.Bank, human-to-human banking. Man, they've got some creative solutions. And I've been trying to think, as the tournament season rolls on, what my little saying's going to be for, uh, like, when I catch a fish or something, you know? Like, if, if i got the live camera on me or something, I think it's going to be something like, Make a deposit to the bank or take it to the bank. Cha-ching. Or, oh, that's cha-ching. good. That's huh? good. Huh? Uh-huh. Keystone.bank, uh, for those guys, man, they're, they're a huge supporter of the Outdoor Zone and Kids Outdoor Zone and everything there. Uh, do, they, right. do they serve dog biscuits when you go through the teller line? I'm sure they will if you ask for them. But you probably have to have a dog. They'll help uh, you get. They'll help you buy a piece of land. They're probably not just going to give them to you. You probably should have your dog. <laughs> with you. uh, fishing segment. O H I V. O H I V. A lake that we've heard uh, some big bass coming out of the last several years. Didn't have water for many years, but holy smokes, what a week on O H I V. Sixteen pounder. Record smallmouth you know, was broke three times this week. That was a smallmouth? There was a record smallmouth that was... Br- the record for OHIV was broke three times. A 16-pounder largemouth. Two 14-pounders in one day off the same boat. 
I mean, it was just unbelievable. You know, it, Several thirteen pounders. It seems like like when Falcon went went dry for years, or uh, when Amistad yeah. went dry for years, and then they come back Not dry, but very, very, very. I mean, low. yeah. And then they come back, and you just go, "OMG!" Yeah, it. And, and you can hear more about that on my podcast. I talked to the pond wow. boss this past week uh, on uh, Fishery podcast for shameless self-promotion there but we talked about that very thing how those fish come back and rebound how the fishery rebounds uh, the bait has a place to go because a lot of the vegetation and growth and trees and bushes and all that grow up and then it fills up with water so the bait has really i i believe it's a bait thing the bait has time to grow uh really really proficiently plus you're probably not having as good a spawns so it's kind of like when you are managing a deer lease and you're taking, you know, you're limiting the numbers of deer so that the quantity is correct for the body is, size of body of water it is or property it is. Uh, so your bigger bucks have time, more forage and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's just a factor of all of those. It's kind of a self-regulated management system in a way that lakes go through. And we see it across the state at least and i'm sure across the nation where lakes go into kind of a they go in waves you know where they're hot incredible i mean how could you not catch giant bass on it to you know years where it's hard to get a bite and you wonder where all the fish went and then five years later boom it's the hottest fishery around so so you don't think overfishing is the problem no. Where people come because it's great, everybody's heard of it, and now they're overfishing. No, if it definitely you, has an impact, but the amount of fish in a body of water in a lake, I think you can overfish some places, but in a lake? Yeah, but look at like Lake quantity, Fork. Look at Lake Fork. I mean, it gets hammered. Right. And people catch big bass all the time. I think what happens, though, is the fish get educated in certain techniques and certain baits and things like that if they have the same carolina rigged lizard dragging over their head for you know yeah but i'm just saying that the health of the of the fish in a lake like a lake fork i mean it's a perfect example perfect example you know the size but whatever they do to manage it whatever the health is do they let you take small fish out of there how do they do what do you know? Yeah, it's a slot lake. Fork is a slot lake, so it's so you can and, take like the fourteen and under or twelve and under. Or I something. don't, I don't remember what the. I think it may be sixteen to twenty four is what the slot is that do you they, cannot keep them between that right size. And do so, they uh, restock that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I mean, they take like of, the lunkers and and they uh, they pull some. That's part of the. But I don't. I don't, and then they I don't think it. OH Ivy is one of those lakes that they've yeah, been. Yeah, they, they've been they pay a lot of attention to it? Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot of lakes out that direction, first of all. And so I believe it gets, you know, some attention just because there's not a lot out that direction. But it has been producing some big fish uh, the last couple of years. It's just kind of been not quite what it was this past mm-hmm. week. I mean, it was on, you know, a lot of these guys were on a... Uh, six cents lures uh trip they were doing some a promo trip all their you know favorite guys well, that was a good 
That was a good call. Yeah. Yeah, that one worked out for them. So they'll be selling some crankbaits and swimbaits, whatever they're throwing. Uh, but Bass Champ, speaking of Lake Fork, was on Lake Fork yesterday for their, uh, I believe it's their first North Region event. They've had to move some with all the weather we had the last couple of weeks. They've had to move some stuff around. But uh, they're back up and rolling. Lake Fork last week, uh, or yesterday, had a, had their event out there. It's kind of always an interesting deal for me for a five fish tournament on the slot lake like fork where you try and catch them as the biggest small fish you can catch right a lake fork and uh but at the same time you know you got you want to catch one over the guys that won one fish one big with the rest of one them. over mm-hmm. 11.29 was their over. So you can only weigh in one over. One over the 24-inch mark or whatever it is. Uh, 11.29 is, was their big bass. They won first place and big bass of the tournament with one fish. Pretty cool. Uh, third place did the same thing. Uh, 9.54. Second place had five fish, though. They had their five fish. Five they were all, all small ones. But for 11 pounds. 11 pounds. For five fish. That's the same thing that we have to do when we fish to those little week ter- weekday tournaments at Bastrop, right? Right. We're looking for that yeah. exact same thing. Exact right? same. It's that same mentality, you know, where That's there's hard. It's That's hard. hard. It's a different That's mentality. Hard. Do you go after the one big one? Right. Or, or do, do you, you try and for put those five little ones? little ones? Right. It's uh, hard. Yesterday it proved with Bass Champs that uh, one big one got the deal done, but... Uh, Five little ones get you second place. So uh, interesting, interesting the way those numbers worked out. I, I I don't remember recall seeing that the one fish has won a Bass Champs deal before. So that was kind of an interesting. Yeah, uh, big bass and overall. Right, right. Uh, Major League Fishing had the Red Crest, which is their you know it's their biggest event of the year. You have to qualify for it. And that was moved to Lake Eufaula. It was supposed to be last week on, or this week on, on, uh, oh, a lake there near Dallas. I can't remember the name that it was supposed to be on. A lake that's not famed for major Oh, that's tournaments. right. It was going to be, yeah, that was the weird, that was what you were saying. It was weird because it was a lake that not anybody really knew anything about. Which or, was great, yeah. except for. We got pictures the first day of when their practice was supposed to begin last week. We got pictures, and every creek in Shallow Water Bay was completely frozen over, which was just interesting. They you got to get have... a really heavy, heavy <laughs> bait to go through that. So they moved like it to last minute. I mean, gosh, can you imagine the logistics of moving your biggest event of the year? Hmm. in two days so the guys only had one day of practice and uh, they moved it to Ufala, alabama which is where i'll be going this week i'll be leaving for Ufala, alabama i will not be here live next week uh, i'll be starting the first day of practice for the national professional fishing league on lake Ufala. kind of interesting that they moved it there and then we have an event going there and all the live coverage and everything that went on it's like okay well I can Pay just practice, practice right here. Dustin Connell won. Uh, seems like a genuine young guy. I've 
I I don't know him personally, but uh, man, he was really hyped up to win. David Dudley, our buddy David Dudley, is going to be color commentating for the National Professional Fishing League, and he fished the Red Crest for the first time on Lake Eufaula this week and finished fifth. So huge, huge accomplishment wow. for him, and then he'll be commentating for our league. Uh, this coming up week. So, and David Dudley is a friend of Kids Outdoor Zone. Yeah. And from Lynchburg, Virginia. That's right. Of all places. That's right. So, we're happy with that. Well, Cody, thank you. There's so much more fishing information. There's some Bassmaster going on right now, the final day of Bassmaster Live. You can catch it at Bassmaster.com as well. <laughs> and wow. so, and that last word from Cody, he is out of here. <laughs> Gone. Hey, archery country, don't don't give up now. Archery country, now's the time to be getting that boat tuned up. Figure out what went wrong this year. If there was a problem, if you were slinging arrows and not killing deer, anybody in this room understand that? Nope, nope didn't have a problem. Yeah. Nope, so, archery country is the place to go. They're the Central Texas Bow Shop. Um, they're the only ones with a full-size range. They have all the Matthews gear that you could want. Um, they are going to be, uh, they go to the archery trade show every year about this time. So there'll be the new gear coming in. They always know what's what's new, what's fresh, what's hot. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard, Archery Con- AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com for all the details. Coming up next, your news the weird. You don't want to miss it. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can catch us at TheOutdoorZone.com. It's T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live. Or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can also catch us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. You can follow them on Facebook. For great maintenance tips and specials, they got locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Alaska woman using outhouse attacked by bear. 
from below. <laughs> an Alaska woman had scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse in the backcountry, and she was attacked by a bear from below. I got out there and sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press, I jumped up and screamed when it happened. Stephen's brother Eric and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness February 13 to stay at his yurt located 20 miles northeast of Haines in southeast Alaska. Her brother heard the screaming, went out to the outhouse about 150 feet away from the yurt. There he found Shannon tending to her wound. They at first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink, or something small, Eric had brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. I opened the toilet seat, and there's just a bare face, just right there, the level of the toilet seat, just his looking wife? right at, back up at me through the I hole. I think it was his sister. Oh. Uh, I shut the lid as girlfriend. fast as I could. Sorry. There's a bear down there. we got to get out of here now. And we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. Anyway, they fixed Are her you up, wondering and she what was he, safe. Are you wondering what a yurt is? I know what a yurt is. Oh, okay. It's like a tent, kind of a, kind of a different shaped tent kind of thing. Oh, I They're thought very it was. Cool. I thought it was a dairy product with berries. No, it's like one of those. Mon- hey, like if you ever watch hey, Marco Polo. Give me, give me one of them yurts over there. One of them I yogurts. stayed in a. I yogurts. stayed in a yurt in uh, like a big like Marco Polo, the big Mongolian nobody. round. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I stayed in a, a yurt in uh, Nevada in the mountains. California Highway Patrol said... Are you going to just... That's it. That's all you're going to say about a lady sitting in an outhouse and gets bit by the bear on that the bottom. That is a nasty, nasty bite right there. That's a crappy situation. And a guy goes back and brings his headlamp, right, to investigate... And sees a bear underneath. We just and heard it. You're I, in Alaska. It's what happens. So apparently the bear was looking for a den. It was late in the season. Or it had made a den in the... You're making this sound it, it, so it, it non-funny. It's a really it's crappy really place to make a den. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but, I mean, the circumstances are so funny. This whole Not thing. if you're her. And the last thing you want to do is piss off a bear oh, in a Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, me be butthurt about that hey, one, let's, right? Let's wipe this one from the <laughs> from the podcast. Oh, we're getting all the good ones. The California Highway Patrol said an officer stationed in Baldwin Park pulled over a truck traveling in an HOV lane on Wednesday because the vehicle's windows were tinted too dark for the officer to see if the driver had a passenger. The officer soon discovered the apparent man sitting in the passenger seat of the truck was a actually a highly realistic mannequin with a COVID-19 face mask on. That's what you need, Cody. Have you ever thought of that? You need Seeing a friend. Seeing those HOV and you're by yourself and you just say, well, well, I, if I just put it like a hang a hat there. In Houston, you, between like <laughs> seven and nine, you've got to have multiple people in the car so you could have multiple dummies. here in austin you don't have to have anybody else right not yet you just got to pay all it is is about money yeah you well, just get in the lane that goes slower than all the on other a, on a road you already paid for 
Right. Uh, you don't, do we really want to get into this? But they anyway, paid, I thought it they was. They actually paid the same price twice because the contractor ran out of money. So they were like, oh, you need it again? Okay. Here you go. Here's the rest of the money. Dude, Dude if they were we have simplify, probably we have probably the most brilliant leaders in <laughs> municipal politics in this. I do region. now that I've moved. Thank but, you. You know, I think they should uh, they should read CR for react. Take all that prop A money, not here. All that stuff for all the light rail or heavy rail or speed rail, and just invest it in winterizing. You know what I mean? Because yeah, El- and we'll use that in 40 years hey and the fee the fee for that the fee the fine the fine first of all don't you aren't you just lucky to be the highway patrol guy that's stationed to make sure that by golly there's two people in every car on that road the fine was 490 dollars. and how do you how do you say god that guy looks like a dummy as it goes by i mean what how do you spot that here's another one from la the los angeles county department of animal care and control said officer louise leal responded to a call recently about an injured stray cat on a palmdale residence front porch and leah brought the animal leal brought the feline to the palmdale animal care center the cat was treated for the unspecified injury and found to be overall good health officials scanned the feline for a microchip and found the information for an owner named charles the department contacted charles charles was surprised to learn the cat named brandy had been missing for 15 years but was still alive charles visited the facility where he was reunited with his long lost pet he told that cat You've been replaced. You just stay here. I had uh, one of my podcasts. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing it up again. Up. My yeah. podcast. Uh, uh, one of my lucky podcasts. New Fishery that podcast. That you can hear at uh, all your favorite podcast stations. Uh, th- I had a buddy on not long ago. We had a little fireside chat we call the interlude. And he, he had lost his cat during the snowpocalypse. It disappeared on lucky like the him. first day. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Uh, it had disappeared on the first day of the snowpocalypse. And, I mean, you know, then all the snow and all that. And he's like, well, I got one less cat to feed. He said, I'm not. He said, I don't want to be known as a cat guy anyway. His, <laughs> his daughter talked him into it, blah, blah, blah. So they're out playing in the snow like five days after this cat had gone missing. And they live on five acres, and they're out playing on the in the snow, and he sees little paw prints, and he shows his wife, and his wife's like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta follow him!" It's, so they follow him. It's fluffy, and they find little paw prints, and they follow him to a culvert at one of the I guess one of the gates at their property, and he can't see down the culvert so he goes and gets a flashlight and goes back to the culvert shines it and there's the cat alive in the culvert malnourished and shivering but they got the cat and brought it in and got it revived after five thought, days oh, I, mean, just, I thought you were going to say that it was four four paws up frozen in a nah, and the but kid made I a mean, snowball that's a pretty solid cat that can live through the coldest winter texas has ever seen or coldest snap fury of 
winter weather that and and the cat yeah, lived out there in it for five days so but i'm pretty I'm, good that's bad al i i loved looking at the different tracks around in the snow around my property yeah and see you know thinking okay wonder yeah mm-hmm. there's kitty tracks and then there's coyote tracks and yep yeah. i had dog so, tracks for a while did you yeah yeah i saw i saw a bunch of that stuff so i i i, I have lost three dogs with chips and never heard a word. And I don't know if, you know, the cartel snagged them and they're using them for their expen- ex- dog experimenting cartel. or whatever. They're racing them. I don't think your dogs. Saying. I don't think your dogs. I had a shepherd and two labs. And they were all microchipped in good health and never heard. I'm not. Did they have a thing on the collar that said, you know your name and, and your if phone you number? ever take the vet if you take a pet to the vet they're supposed to scan them every time for a microchip and so either the vets Doesn't aren't happen. doing their job or i don't know what someone that steals your pet are you is not going to take them to the uh to, to the vet no i think i don't think. i think people steal dogs and there's some other you think there's an underground there's something happening to them. They're doing like but they got to be scientific. on a dog list. I mean, it's got to be some kind of like high sewing bread. them together or something. What? It's got to be are you talking about. No, it's got to be. They a practice like dog. they take this head, they cut it off, try and keep it alive, put it sewing on this one. I mean, all kinds of weird Why? stuff. Why? What? It's Texas A and M stuff. I don't know. That's what they're talking about. Golly, there. you're, you're no, getting it's weird. people who flunked out of Texas A and M. They're doing it <laughs> underground. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know because they want I do believe there's people that, that it's all science. I, I'd explain it to you, but you know, it's so technical it's hard How for would me you to steal can you imagine <sighs> you go steal someone's Have you pet had the COVID shot? And is be, that what's going God, on? You've gone delirious. <laughs> Austin Sada's new restaurant. I'm going. The ba- bunkhouse crew is gonna roll out to Shore Raw and Bar and Grill today. We're going there after church. Come join us. Come join our friends at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get a dozen golf. Then I'm going to have, I don't know what else, probably fish tacos. Man, they have, this is our favorite place, pet-friendly patio, live music, killer live music, uh, fresh um, breads, fresh desserts, the fish and seafood, everything is brought in weekly. Um, they're back open, they're hot and running, and uh, so join us today. Join us any day at uh, Shore Raw Bar-, Bar and Grill. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, uh, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill goes to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Yay, more field notes coming up next. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Beefsteak here. I've got the biggest news in Honda history. 
Now you can buy a new Honda with 0% financing. What? Did I say that correctly? That's right, you heard me. Buy a new Honda with 0% financing available. The time to trade up to a new Honda is now at your Central Texas Honda dealers. A 2021 HRV Pilot or Ridgeline, all with 0% financing available. See the details yourself at Central Texas Honda dealers.com or just head over to any Central Texas Honda dealer. First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Hello, regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast to you live from the bunkhouse every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. Right here live on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just Google the out. The out. The outdoorzone.com. The outdoorzone.com. Don't wait around for just one day to save because we're offering huge deals on everything right now. During the President's Day sales event at Nile Maxwell GMC, still going on. Get the deals without the debate. We're offering you huge savings on every new GMC in stock with low prices so low. You'll be feeling presidential with these red, white, and blue tag savings. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 and Round Rocker online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade now it's time for your game warden field notes these are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement defenders of the outdoors these are true game warden field notes You know, one of my uh, one of my most exciting things for me right now, and I'm going to do these game warden field notes in a second. But one of the most exciting things is the piece of property that I bought. Yes, congratulations! Across the, the street from me is a former Texas Ranger and a Bastrop County Sheriff. Man. I could not be. I like that guy so much. I can't wait to hear the stories over a cup of coffee hey safe harbor He's like, don't get so excited i was just the guy that counted uh hov drivers <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> not this guy uh cass county game wardens received a call from a couple of duck hunters who were unable to get back to land from the sulfur river wardens responded with a flat bottom boat attempting to locate the hunters both hunters were located and transported to paramedics who were waiting nearby one hunter was hypothermic wow due to the exposure to the cold water and the other was checked out and later released wow that's cold dude yeah a cherokee county game warden came upon a hunter on a tractor attempting to dump the carcass of a doe deer (laughs) The subject stated that he was not aware that doe days had closed on November 29th. Upon questioning, it was determined that the subject's friend who was back at camp had also had some success that morning and taken a buck. 
Upon arrival at the camp, the warden discovered an untagged buck that was also failed to meet that also failed to meet antler restrictions. Cases are pending. Hmm. Brilliant, brilliant, fellas. November twenty. Yellow. Yellowstone National Park. Much like a teenager, curious and bold, said Yellowstone biologist Doug Smith, a young wolf in the National Park's Hayden Valley became fascinated by a family picnicking near the Yellowstone River. Now the Missouri family has a wild story to tell once they get home, as does, no doubt, the wolf. As the entranced animal Ventured closer, the parents, Michael and Ashley Van Zant, moved their moved nearer to their one-year-old daughter, who was in a baby carriage, while the other children, five and ten, climbed the picnic table to watch. <laughs> hey, there's hey, a wolf coming in. It's hurry, going after our little here. baby brother and get sister. Here, Let's watch. get on the table and watch. Ooh, ah. Then the unexpected half, the wolf suddenly leaped over a log and ran straight towards the Van Zant, stopping five feet away reports the Billing Gazette. At that point, Michael said he thought about using his three eighty pistol. But that is that is the uh, Rick Perry. Oh, yeah, the Coyote special, right? Come on. His wife, however, had already started throwing sticks, one of which, oh, yeah, his wife was already right. throwing Honey, sticks. Honey, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> one of which hit the wolf, which growled. And Michael then grabbed a large branch and waved it at the wolf, and the animal slowly retreated and finally ran off. It was like he was confused as we were for a little bit, Michael said. It finally ran off. Uh was scary, but the, at the same time, it was awesome. Smith noted that the inquisitive wolf was a member of the Wapiti Pack, the most exposed to humans of any in the world, and one of the most well-known fo- uh, photographed. So he was a little confused, the wolf was, because he's like, wait a minute, that guy's got a gun, and this other one is throwing sticks at me. Mm. Wapiti, uh, Wapiti is elk, I believe, in I think you're right. In American Indian. Indian. Yeah. Uh, of I, some sort. So they I, attack elk? When we were in Yellowstone, so <laughs> if you're driving down the road and you see a bunch of people pulled over, or, or there are certain areas where people will pull over and they have pull-off areas, and it's... Usually because there's a grizzly bear there or if there's wolves. And that we pulled up one time at a uh, at a pull-off, and there were some guys there with these huge cameras. And, one, and the, so we pulled up, and we were talking to them, and one of the guys was a National Geographic's uh, photographer. He'd shot a bunch of photos for National Geographic. And he said that uh, he told us the story that there was a pack of wolves that lived up on this uh, face of this kind of mountain right there and that they were watching them. And occasionally they'd come down, cross the road and go to the other side. And that's when they would get their images, their close up images. And they said at one point after a chicken. (laughs) uh, Yeah, that's why the wolf crossed the road. I think so. Or for either that or for small child in a stroller. It, but they were sitting up there, and uh, he told the story of a lone coyote crossing down in front of them, and the wolves were up on the hillside, and they split up into two groups. One group of wolves came from behind the coyote. One group came from in front of Flanked the coyote them. and met them in the middle and killed them and then went back up to where they were. 
Don't come Imagine to our neighborhood. Imagine that. Drag yep. him in the middle of the I'm road. I'm just a lone coyote. <laughs> Surrounded I by wolves. Yeah. Sounds like a 1980s rock song. You know, Lone Coyote. If you've never been to Yellowstone Park, you should put that on your I'm going to tell you, I've never been. I have never been there. It is one of the most incredible places on the planet. And especially if you go uh, like May, April or May, there at any time you could have a snowstorm, but the new babies are being coming out, you know, the baby bears and all the little animals are out. You see the, the cubs and, um, and you could. They're I not mean, babies. It's not quite. It's not quite uh, snow uh, school out yet, which I guess probably doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, there isn't school in the United States anymore. I but, heard, yeah, it's all online. You can do it from anywhere. But in there train tracks? I heard there were train, a train that runs through there, and you can take a train with uh, big observation cars. I thought that would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Amtrak, everything on Amtrak right now is shut down. I mean, you can ride Amtrak, but you can't go to the food car you they can't bring get, you they'll bring you a food in a little container it's like on an airplane they bring you a cracker and a bottle of water and a ziploc no, bag it's a, it's it's a meal disgusting. but it wow no i mean Jeez. if i want if i'm doing it's something like i want a lone do, coyote oh my god surrounded by a wolf pack <laughs> are we running out of stuff to say here or what oh, he i'm call, just, when he jumps I'm just in writing and, my song man i'm trying to figure out the the what you need is an opening of some sort that makes sense you you haven't gotten your opening down yet i'm a lone you know, coyote there you go why don't you go with that then surrounded you know by a wolf pack hey there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders and rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today farmranchstore.com farm ranch stores where we get all our gear for the ranch and uh i'm looking at right now i gotta buy a 16 foot gate farm ranch store has the options available for you whether you own one one acre or a million acres farmranchstore.com is the place to go farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done. A whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone, your favorite outdoor radio show live right here in the bunkhouse. You can also catch us 24-7, 365. Coming up next, we will have your Armed Citizens Report, your Peter Report, all that and more. Only one place right here. Shout out to Georgia Grandma. She's listening to the show right now. <laughs> hey, Granny. Georgia Granny, we love you. GG. All right, we're out.